This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to BXB, Bronx Baseball. Keith McPherson, Chris McMonagle, K-Mac and C-Mac on a Tuesday Talking about the Yanks once again. What's up, Chris? How you feeling? What's going on, Keith? I'm feeling about as good as we have in July, right? The series win. I don't yeah, care who it's against. Sweep. I'll take the I'll take the three. And they don't sweep. They no. don't sweep anybody. And uh, I was happy to see them complete the sweep. That's what yeah. you're supposed to do, right? We know. We get it. 28 wins. <laughs> yeah. But, like, they still could have not done that. They could have lost that of first course. game Friday. I was at that game Friday. I'm like. I walked out as uh, I think yeah. Ainley gave up that homer, and I'm like, "Oh, they're gonna find a way to lose." Yep, but they didn't. Ewtw, the will to that, win. Yeah, that McKinney home run. I think you could argue is one of the bigger hits of the season because they were, if they play for a while with that like with that deficit, if they fall behind and then it's an inning, two innings, three innings, no run scored. Then you bring in the bottom end of the bullpen because you might not bring in the top guys down a run, yeah. and suddenly. You know, but to get that to get that three run home run that puts them right back in top on top was a huge huge hit. But yeah, I agree with you. Um, I was thrilled to take three. I, at the way they were playing, I didn't expect it. I don't care who they're playing. I don't care if they're facing LSU. I wasn't expecting a, a three game sweep because that's the way it was going. But to get everything they got, the four hits from Rizzo, including the home run, Lemayhu hit a home run in the series and is looking better. Giancarlo scored from first base. They were just they scored four runs in the first inning. I mean, how many crazy things happened that we haven't seen in forever? So I was pleased with the three-game sweep heading into the Subway Series. And, you know, with the deadline approaching, news on Judge, maybe, uh, you know, hopefully things are starting to turn here. Yeah, it was just what the doctor ordered, some home cooking. Uh, You get back to the Bronx. You have a terrible team, one of the worst teams in the league in front of you. And you handle business. And it was a get-right series, like you said. Uh, It's good to see Giancarlo get a hold of a homer and even have some other knocks in there, not just a homer. Yeah. Um, I know a lot was made about him having the piano on his back running. I think yeah. that's more of like, I, I, I know he's, he's cooked yeah. where like, he's not the athlete that he once was, but I think that's also more of a precaution. Like don't go too hard. Like how do you get hurt this year? He was running yeah. the bases. He came up lame with a hamstring. Now he's yeah. kind of just jogging through it and uh, he scored. It's fine. Yep. Uh, what else from this game? I, I 100% agree with you. Billy McKinney. I think we both tweeted out the Billy McKinney game. I know within like seconds. Seconds of each other. <laughs> I know. Like, I, we, we weren't alone either. It just felt like that, right? He makes yeah, the, great the catch early on. He hits the home run. He gets the the the, the catch up against the wall later on. It just felt like that was the Billy McKinney game. Uh, and it was huge. They needed it desperately. If they lose that game, 
it doesn't matter what happens the next two, quite honestly. It'll, it would it would have felt we wouldn't have the same feeling, even if this, everything else happened. That first game was imperative to, I mean, a four-game losing streak off of, actually, it been a five-game losing streak. They lost the last game against Colorado. But coming off a sweep against the Angels to lose that first game against Kansas City would have been just, uh, you couldn't describe the feeling it would have put the fan base in and the team. So that Billy McKinney game was huge. It was really big. Uh, and you saw a couple different things, obviously, from, from the offense. Glaber Torres, hopefully he's okay because he's been their best hitter. I mean, we can complain, and I still will, about some of his bone, you know, his boneheaded decisions on the base path, his laziness in the field, or at least perceived na- la- uh, laziness, to be fair. By far, though. It's what not I even really close. Like. They need him desperately. And the, <laughs> and, and the idea, I mean, the idea of this, you know, since the Rosenthal story broke about maybe – trying to buy and sell at the same time to improve, change the team a little bit and get, uh, you know, a million and a half cheaper. Uh, so the easy thing is, well, Glaber makes about $3 million. You move Glaber and, and suddenly that's that's an easy fix. And then you can add cheaper outfielders like the ones in, in St. Louis and you've added outfield depth and now Peraza is a second baseman. LeMahieu looks – I don't care. Right now this team can't afford to lose Glaber Torres. I'm open. We've talked about it, whether he's a winning player, whether he's someone you put, give a contract to. I'm open to trade him in the offseason, 100%. I can't trade him now and expect to compete for a wild card. I just don't see a way it could work. He's been their best hitter. Uh, now he's even shown some power over the last week or two with a couple of home runs opposite yeah. field to right center field into the bullpen. I mean, it's not even just the line drives. It's the good at bats. It's the line drives. It's the home runs. Uh, you know, he's been their best player by far. So, I mean, he's really done a nice job. So you saw a lot of different things in this series. And Severino, I mean, that that's going to get lost in it. I know he gives Better. up the home run. Yeah, I, th- I thought he was pretty good. I know he gives up the home run late. I thought he had a, a, a pitch that could have been a strikeout to end that inning. He doesn't get it. And then he gives up the home run on the next pitch fastball. But I just uh, – you look at the swings from the hitters. I know it's it's Kansas City. I get it. But, I mean, he was getting pounded no matter who he faced. And you could just look at the swings from the hitters his last two starts. It looks a lot better from Seve. So he he's got he's He fixed yeah. it over the all-star break. He's yeah. keeping the, the mitt close to him. He's more compact. And I think that's why what you're saying about the hitters, like, you know, they said he was tipping pitches. Now he's kind of the ball's kind of jumping at them. Like, yeah. it seems like it's coming out of his hand faster. And it's good to see him build on, uh, you know, two starts. He, he's got two better starts. Yeah. And with Glaber, you know, I was saying trade him after the Cubs series because that botched double play. I felt yeah. like it changed the game. But, yeah. you know, he's making you. He's making himself untradeable. He's the best player on the team. Wow. Like, if the Yankees think they have any shot, right, yeah. they, they can't trade him now. I, and I think his value is high, but, like, I, I know they're not going to trade him right now because if you trade him and you lose that production, what do you have? Like, I, I agree. He's the and most we've talked about it. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And we talked about it. I, I was open to trading him, and I'm, I'm still open to trading him in the offseason. But he's played himself – into an indispensable role. That's just he's he's that he's been that good. And if he has a hip issue, I mean, I guess we'll find out uh, today. Uh, Boone's obviously talking to John Boy now, and more, more will come out as they you know had the off day and coming back to the ballpark. I'm hoping he's in the lineup. Uh, they they desperately need him in the lineup, so I'm hoping it's not even I think a couple he will of days. Be. Yesterday, I was looking through articles, and an article came out that Glaber Torres says he's okay after injury scare on Sunday, and he's okay. young. And, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, he fell back, he hit his head, and then it was a hit, yeah. and I thought it was a head thing. But he's yeah. young with the day off and them getting him out of that game. Um, he's not going to miss the Subway Series. I expect him to be in the lineup tonight, and we need him. We need him. Oh. Friday night where I was sitting, that home run he hit, like you were talking about yeah. him hitting the ball on a line, 
that ball yeah. was on a line. And yep. I'm, just, I'm like watching it, like get out, and it just gets out. And he's been going off. He's been going crazy. He's got a a hit streak, and mm-hmm. he's got power. And I was betting on him the homer every game of this series, and he gave me uh, cash two out of three. So Glaber Torres, I know I've said trade you. I said trade you last offseason. I said trade you at the deadline, but it's yeah. circumstantial, right? Like he he like you said, he literally has played himself into a position where he's the best hitter on the team. They yeah. need him. They can't trade him and be serious about contending. Uh, our producer Ryan throws in the chat that yeah. Boone said Glaber is healthy and in the lineup tonight. Good. Confirmed on Talking Yanks. So, yes, Good. fret Good. not. Glaber will be in there. Uh, another Good. thing from Friday going to the game, I could feel in the stands and I can hear the fans. When Clark Schmidt almost didn't get out of, I think, the fourth inning. Yes, so mm-hmm. it was the fourth inning. He, was, he, had, he had two strikes, two outs. They're playing yeah. the whale sound. I'm standing up. I'm clapping. <laughs> I'm trying to get people into it. And yeah. then he made a mistake. That ball gets hit on a rope out to right field, whatever. Yeah. That was a turning point in the game. I literally said, okay, well, the Royals aren't going to lay down just like every other team. I pr- I'm pretty sure I put it out on Twitter. And people mm-hmm. were replying to me on Twitter already saying, oh, the Yankees are cooked because they feel like three runs is insurmountable. I said, mm-hmm. shake my head. Almost out of the inning. One mistake. Got to answer back and compete. No one fears the Yankees. The Royals aren't going to lay down. They look mm-hmm. at this as an opportunity. Here we go. Right after that, Billy McKinney, these guys respond. And I said, I said, as I was saying, they answer back and they compete. Yep. It's a game, 27 outs. There's the lead right back. They pick up Clark. It's 4-3, see it through. And they did. And that was the difference, right? Yep. We've watched them blow games. We've watched them lose games that they had leads in. We watched yep. them get blown out in the first, second inning. The difference was those guys wanted to win at home, and they found a way to win that game Friday night, Nestor Cortez bobblehead night. And then Saturday, you come back to the stadium. You're feeling good about yourself because it's cold day. You got Garrett Cole going, and you expect to win on cold day, and they do. Mm -hmm. And now you start to see guys get right. Like the the last couple weeks, it's all been on Stanton, LeMayu, Rizzo, and these guys regressing, right? The talk has been about these guys looking older than they are. These guys not finding it and how who who thought that all three of them would struggle at the same time? Well, they figure it out. A, yeah. a five runs. There was a stat that came out Friday night that the Yankees are 32 and eight when they score five runs or more. That's it. That's it. That's that's how good the pitching is. That's how good the pitch, all that's all. All they need is five runs. So as we talk about this team, just to you know get back to like the overarching uh conversation, they don't need to be a juggernaut offensively. They don't. They just can't be one of the worst offenses in the league. They just need to improve, you know, marginally. They don't have to – I mean, Juan Soto, Otani, never mind the fact that they're pipe dreams. They don't need a player like that. I'm, I would love it. I'm open They have to one. It. Enjoy. I mean, right. They have one like right. that coming back. Yeah. They, they don't need that. They just need someone to help stabilize this offense. They need their main guys to actually play. But if they could score four or five runs with the pitching – that they've proven that this staff has proven they, they can win that way. They win when they score runs. It's just plain and simple. They just can't be one of the worst offenses in the league. They can't have the worst batting average in major league baseball for two and a half months. Like that can't happen, but all they have to do is just be marginally better to really make a run at this thing. So you're right. When they score five runs, which they scored more than, you know, five or more in every single one of these games, they win. 
it's it's that simple. And hopefully, you know, Judge coming back is 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 the difference between scoring three and a half runs a game and four and a half runs a game. He he has been for pretty much his entire Yankee career. The the difference in the offense when he's in it and when when he's not is is dramatic and stark. And hopefully now we're uh, you know a week or so away from it. Plus, you know, I think the main thing that this series did for me because there was a, I don't know how there was a couple of articles talking about it. I, I don't know. I don't know how loud the actual sell talk got with the Yankees and Brian Cashman. I'm not sure. I know it kind of got up with the fan base. I know John Boy and them were were big on selling and, and some if, different people. If they lost this series to the yes. Royal, Royals, John Boy and Jake were saying you sell, and that's yeah. what I was saying too because it's like. You hit rock bottom. If you come home and you can't beat the Royals, yeah, then we have a real problem. But they swept. That so that I, that's the main thing because like when I when I leave the series, I don't necessarily think okay, Rizzo's fixed. All right, Lemayhew's fixed. All right, I have no fear of Stanton swinging and sliders in the start. third over the next two weeks. It's a start. I feel good about it. I'm hoping it turns into that, but I'm not there yet. But what I am is that series at least signified to me that the Yankees absolutely have to go out there and add to this team. That three game sweep did enough. Where now in the standings after you know both the Astros and Toronto won last night, and I don't know if you watched that Toronto game. I, I know you were watching it when I, left I when I went home. I yeah, I, I did finish. Watching. Yeah, you were watching it when I walked into the studio. It was on uh, just a, a frustrating game. Toronto wins anyway, so now it's two and a half. It was four. They get it down to two with the series, and to me, it signified okay, you have to go out and help this team. They, if I agree, if they fell flat on their face and didn't show up for a Kansas City series and lost two out of three, or God forbid, got swept then it's a different conversation. But this series, it didn't answer all the questions. It didn't make me feel like Rizzo's out of it or, or the team is about to take off necessarily, but it did enough where I'm like, okay, they have to help this team now. That's where we are. How do we help this 2023 team? How does Brian Cashman go out at the deadline and and significantly help? Not this nonsense about trying to get under the luxury tax. Yeah, Forget that, that. Forget that noise. That's I hope that was just garbage. a stupid report and that was something for clicks. And yeah. that's not really a thing. No. But, um, you know, speaking on the deadline, I'm on my way to the stadium Friday and we get the news of Jose Trevino. And I'm yeah. like, come on, bro. I'm like, <laughs> the hits keep coming. I'm like, five yeah. days ago, Boone said he was healthy. Just some, you know regular soreness from catching and getting yeah. beat up behind the plate. And then we come to find out he's got a wrist injury that's going to end his season that he had from spring training to now. So the Yankees, I think, have to bring another catcher in. I just don't yeah. think you can go the rest of the season and into the postseason thinking that Kyle Higashioka and Ben Rortbeck can get the job yeah. done. People are talking about send Austin Wells up. No, that's not yeah. the answer either. You need yeah. a major league caliber yeah. catcher, and it'd be nice if you could find a guy with some offensive pop power with a bat. Yeah. No, and, you know, we might see available one in uh, Novaya's with the Mets here. I don't know if Mets and Yankees I, – I don't know if it's the same dynamic with the Wolpons where they wouldn't do too much, but he's an, he's somebody you could uh, – I Epler, agree with you. Epler bring and somebody. Cashman are old pals. That's, they're old pals. That's true. That but, should be uh, fine. I mean, I agree with you. And back to the – back to the – um the conversation about Trevino, like the one thing I, I think we get hung up on stuff. Like I don't necessarily expect the Yankees to tell me everything. And I know fans expect that and they get mad when you find out that, Oh, you've been telling us he's healthy. And meanwhile, he's been playing with the torn wrist and everything. I, I understand. They're not going to like, they want to protect their players. They don't want us hound every day asking questions. Well, you're letting them play with a torn wrist. You're letting them play. Like I get that. I have the problem with letting him play with a torn wrist for yeah. this long. He looked <laughs> I don't care what they tell me. They should be smarter than to let him play. He looked awful all year. Not like an all-star. All yeah. year. 
Like, I mean, let's be honest, even when he, for the most part, even the second half, you know, he's not a great hitter. Like, you know, he's not. And the pitching's been fine. You're struggling offensively. And you're allowing this guy to go out there and play with a torn wrist the entire season without, like, you you traded for Ben Rodved. Like, give this guy at least an IL stint and let's see what Ben Rodved could do. Like, why are you forcing Trevino with a torn wrist? Like, it's. It, it, some of the stuff they do, I, I don't – that one is just mind-boggling it, to me. You know what it makes me think about? I, I go back to, like, how Jeter, right, when he was hurt, no one could yeah. tell him he wasn't going to play. Right. And even with Judge, I always harken back to him breaking his first rib and now, um, you know, this toe ligament injury. Yeah. How Like, he probably just waved them off. Like, I'm staying out on the field. You got to right. take action. You got yeah. You got to treat these guys' injuries as yeah. they happen because if you let them keep playing, it gets worse. Now, as far right. as the fans – the fans and myself included love to go back to like, hey, how come you didn't tell us? But I always do mention that like telling the fans and telling the media things also tells your opponent things. Yeah, it, it's showing your hand a bit to be like, oh, yeah, well, this guy's got this exact injury and right. he's hurt. He's compromised. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it is what it is. I just think yeah. now we need action. Now they need yeah. to make a move for another catcher amongst I agree. a left fielder. Right. And uh, Chris, I've been floating out there like, this bullpen, I know everybody says it's the best bullpen in baseball, yeah. but there are numbers to say that it's not. Correct. And when I see them rolling out uh, Clay Holmes and, you know, he's giving it up or Michael King and he's giving it up, those two guys were supposed to be your, like, you know, top two guys, like your your weapons, the guys that you bring out and you feel confident in. Marinaccio yeah. cooked. Like, yeah. even in the, the game Sunday, he's given up two solo shots. He ruined yeah. the bet. I had a $5 bet <laughs> on the exact score of the game being 8-3. That would have cashed wow. for $350. Wow. And we were there until Marinaccio yeah, no. gave up two solo shots. That's unbelievable. What made you pick 8-3? That's, that's a good – just felt um, like it. That's a I, good guess. I was – I remember thinking – I remember looking at – Did you sport. do it, like, to start the game, or was it when it was – To start the game. Like, okay, yeah. I also had, like, 6-4. I knew the Yankees weren't okay, going to yeah, shut yeah. them out. Right, right, right. Um, but I also knew, like, Jordan Lyles sucks. Yeah, and uh like I, I said in my tell me something cool, today's the day. I'm like, Giancarlo got right. DJ yeah. got right. I'm like, today's the day for Rizzo. He's seen this guy 34 times. He's homered yeah, off him twice. Home. And yeah. this guy is terrible. He, he's 1-11. His ERA is 7. Like, if they can't get right against this guy and score yep. eight runs, then I don't know. But, yeah, Marinaccio is cooked. Yeah, Wandy, I, I still trust. But I yeah. also I also don't trust how we deploy these guys in certain situations. That's why I'd like to see them get a high leverage reliever that mm-hmm. is pretty much lights out where it's like, hey, this guy's going in and he's either going to pitch the, you know, the eighth yeah. or the ninth and we feel good about it. Well, I mean, I'm not I, I think they should do that, too. But I mean, again, I hate the term of, you know, when this player returns, it'll be like getting a trade at the deadline. Wise is coming back. And yeah. at, at times in his Yankee career, he at different times, he's been their best reliever at different times. When Chapman so, was struggling, people were projecting him as the as the closer. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I remember um, uh, Bregman of the Astros said he's the toughest at bat he's had yeah. in Major League Baseball. Yeah. So, I mean. He's a legitimate back end of the rotation, uh, back end of the bullpen guy. Now, does it take him some time to knock the rust off? Can you expect that right away? Do you? This is his first appearance in a one-run game in the eighth inning. I don't know, but hopefully he can get there, and hopefully that's what you're adding here is another guy to that you feel good about in late game tight situations. But yeah, I agree with you. Even now, and plus, let's be one thing. As much as we can complain about Brian Cashman, and it's all fair, the, he 
he does typically get guys like even the guys who hurt like Trevino and Efros when they were healthy, even though they ended up being, you know, failures because of the health, when they came, they pitched well, they were good. both of them pitched well. Like I, I, and for all the different guys, Cashman finds, like, I think that's his special specialty. So yeah, I'm open to adding a reliever that nobody's ever heard of coming over here and probably being better than we thought. And then obviously you also get, um, the back. I agree. I, I think, we can no longer rest on the laurels of the idea that this is the best bullpen in baseball because it might have been uh, whatever numbers, you know, the inherited run numbers, uh, inherited running numbers that I know you're talking about. I still thought they were the best bullpen in baseball. But, I mean, you look at the last three weeks, I don't care what numbers you're looking at. They're not the best. <laughs> I mean, you can look at any number you want. It's they're obvious not the best. that they're not the, the best last, bullpen. The last three weeks, they Ainley. are not. King, King is, yeah, Kainley, after starting, what, 15 straight appearances without giving up a run, has been shaky. King... It scares the hell out of me. I'm sorry. Yeah, he, he's he, not right. He he hangs a slider every at bat. Now, whether or not he gets beat on it, I don't know if he'll hang two, but he will hang a slider every single at bat. So, I mean, he scares me right now. But um, I'm open to adding bullpen, obviously left field. I'm open to adding an infielder just for infield depth. That's or another, what I was getting to or, or another Or another outfielder just to change the bench. With you know, Donaldson someone, going down. And yeah, it is what it is. I think he packed it up like, yeah, I'm done for the year. And I think uh, Yankee yeah. fans are fine with that. I, we saw in this series, we saw Peraza play second. We saw Volpe even get uh, not not start Sunday. Day off, yeah. Can we get a third baseman in here? Can we get somebody Over. like why not? I, there's got to be somebody that's on the trade market. I'm not expecting yeah. Candelario or Arenado, but no. can we get somebody that can play third? Because yeah. DJ, too. I think DJ is affected by being moved around. And with Rizzo struggling, we saw DJ play first. DJ mm -hmm. has played second with Glaber Torres DH. -ing. And of course, mm -hmm. DJ has had to play third. Peraza, I like, but like, what has Peraza done outside of that first game no. where he led off and got on base five straight times? Now Jake Bowers is back, assuming he's going to be the leadoff guy. Peraza, I'm like, he, Peraza got a hold of one that I thought was almost a homer, but yeah, yeah, so far, he's gotten. He's got a good amount of at-bats from the last game of the Rocky series, the three games in the Angels series, and the three games yeah. in the Royal series. And he was hitting 188 when he came up earlier this year. I don't think he's done too much to improve that if I go to no. the box score. No, he's, and he's look. Struggled off, he struggled offensively. There's no other way around it. He has not been – he had that one great game where he – and even that, he didn't hit the ball. He walked four times. I, I'm not knocking it. It was a great game. But – he hasn't shown you that this the bat is is ready to go right now. And and to be honest, he was struggling in AAA the last two or three weeks before calling him up. So it wasn't like he was in one of those stretches where he was hitting bombs. He went through a stretch earlier in the season in AAA where he was absolutely killing it. Yeah, that was he's not that was one eighty four, bro. Yeah. Like I know it, it's, some of it is from earlier this year, but that's what I'm saying. We, he hasn't come up and improved on it. We can scream all we want that he has to play every game, and we got to give this kid a chance, and we can do all that. You cannot be in a playoff push down the stretch and have the left side of your infield be two rookies hitting 200. No, you can't do it. No, he's it, actually, it can't, I mean, we can't do it. No, it's like, so it, that we, just we, made me nauseous thinking about it. I'm like, no, yeah. and I'm looking at his last seven games. He's batting 176. Yeah. You can't, I mean, listen, I love, I, I'm, I, I think he's shown promise and I'm, I'm open to whatever next year brings. And I'm not saying bench him now, but if this team can add someone that you feel a lot more comfortable with, than a rookie hitting 180. I, I, and I know how good defensively he can be in the diving catch he made at second base. You can put him everywhere. Uh, that's fine. And if you had a veteran shortstop, I'm more open to it. 
you cannot have the left side of your infield or two infielders, uh, even if they put him at second. And but I mean, Glaber's too good right now, and, and he's not hurt, so it could only be third base. I, I'm not playing an entire left side of the infield of rookies hitting 200 because I want to see what Peraza is. Not now. No. Not now. <laughs> if they, if they, they could have made that decision earlier, maybe, yeah, and given them nah, some time. While, while, Donaldson, while, while Donaldson was hitting 146, if they wanted to do that a month ago, it's a different conversation. Uh, it's pedal to the metal, and you can't have – Two rookie hit it. Two rookie guys hitting two hundred playing the left side of your infield. So if Lemayhu doesn't turn it around, which I don't know if you can expect, although it's been better, I'm definitely open to adding an infielder. Definitely open to adding a third baseman. So a lot's on the table, and that's how aggressive does Cash? I think that's really the question here, and still up in the air, depending on how they play this Met series, depending on the Baltimore series. If a trade's not made by then, how aggressive? Because that's the question, really. Because they could add a Bellinger, but a Bellinger puts them over the luxury tax with the six million, five point, whatever is going to be left of a seventeen million dollar contract. Do you trade away top prospects, go over the, the luxury tax for a guy who's just a rental and gone at the end of the year? Is that is is that how aggressive they think they should be with this twenty three team, or do they go out and trade for one of the younger guys in St. Louis? Where okay, you can sell yourself on the idea. Well, he's here for a year or two after this. He's a young kid. I expect him to progress. I can trade away lesser prospects or or like. Do you go all in for the best player available who's just a rental to help this team? Or do you say, well, I can improve them and still manage some of the, the luxury tax issues, the idea that I'll have control over players? Like, There's different ways and a different uh, levels of aggressiveness that Brian Cashman can go. So I still think these if they go out and take both these games against the Mets and Rizzo looks better and Stanton's hitting home runs, then you know what? They've. I got Judge coming back, plus these guys turning around. I'm a game out of the wild card. You know what? Yeah, okay. I'll be aggressive enough to go out and get a Bellinger. I'll be aggressive enough to say this team deserves it. But if they lose these two games, if Rizzo goes right back into an 0 for 8 over the next two days and Stanton looks terrible and you go, all right, heading into this Baltimore series, now we're back down four games in the wild card. Maybe I'm just better off getting an outfielder who I think can be an improvement and I have some time with over the next handful of years and I can still get cheaper while I do it. And if I trade away a bullpen, like the, it, it's, it's, it's like, I, I can't remember a deadline. Like I can't remember where these games literally could mean how they attack the deadline. And so I think these games against the Mets are really important. I think tonight's important. I think Rodon tomorrow night is important. I mean, I think these games right now and the performances they give you are important. Cause that's another thing. Like, yeah, you're hoping the rotation. You don't know what Nesta Cortez is going to give you when he come back. If yeah, Rodon comes out, another starter. Too. Yeah, I mean, if if Rodon comes out and is awful, I mean, how many pieces can you add to this team? How many trading chips are you willing to give up to try and make this team the best it can be? Uh, now I got to trade prospects for a starter, possibly. I got to trade prospects for a, a middle of the, you know, an order, hopefully a left-handed left fielder. I mean, I got to trade for a back end of the bullpen guy. Like, how many assets am I willing to throw at this team that was just the worst offense in baseball for two months? Well, yeah, it's that's the question. Maybe uh, Carlos Rodon meeting Andy Pettit helps him in this series. Uh, it's yeah. good to see Andy Pettit on yeah. Sunday back with the team. Uh, the Yankees are undefeated with the star insurance patch on their <laughs> yeah, jerseys. There you go. See, turn and, the whole thing around. And, and the vibes honestly, are better. The, the, vibe, yeah, the, the vibes are better, and, and, and you hit on it. These next two games against the Mets are crucial because then they got to go to Baltimore and face mm -hmm. the first-place Orioles, and then they come back home to face Tampa and then face Houston, who are currently the two teams in the wild card, the top mm -hmm. two spots two in the, the three, wild yep. card. Mm -hmm. And the the deadline is a week from today. This is the yeah. whole season right here. This is this is the most crucial stretch 
mm-hmm. the most important part of this 2023 season, the next two weeks, the week before the deadline and the week after, because yeah. you need to win these games. You need to beat the Mets. You need to sweep the Mets. The Mets are no good. Yeah. And they shouldn't have beat you. They, you should have swept them in City Field. They yeah. shouldn't have beat you the last game the first time. Uh, you let Verlander get to you there. You got to get to him in your own ballpark. And yeah. then Rodon's got to stand up because Jose Quintana just returned. He's in, yeah. I mean, This is Rodon's fourth start. It's Quintana's second start. These yeah. guys are, are, are both in April. So um, this is important. It's very important. And I know some people punted on the season. I know some people were, were frustrated, and there's been a new low, a new rock bottom, a new worst game of the year. But it can all turn. The momentum can no change. Doubt. The turning point is, is right now. And if it goes in our favor, which doesn't seem out of this realm to, to beat no. the Mets yeah. and then to go and take two out of three in Baltimore, a place where the Yankees have owned the Orioles. Mm-hmm. They have a bunch of kids on that team. And then you come home, you face Tampa, who you've already played well against. And Tampa is not the Tampa that they were when you were playing them earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. And then you get this matchup against Houston where we expect Judge to be back. You and I both circled August 4th. Yep. And it's looking like they're sending Judge to Tampa with Loisica to get more swings, to, to get more at-bats, to knock off the rust. And then I, I said jokingly before we started, I don't think they're going to send him to Somerset or Scranton because Judge Mania, like, they're going to sell out. There's going to be a bunch of people. Uh, I think it's easier for him to go to Tampa and go to the facility and yeah. get, the, get the reps in without the distraction, without the media, without the fanfare. And then maybe he, maybe he does a rehab game, but I don't think he needs – I think Judge is beyond yeah. that. If he's going to come back and just DH, like get your swings there and then come back up and 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 play in that Astros series, that's going to have all the juice. That's going to have all the fans. Oh. There's a bunch of 21-year-old kids that just turned 21 this summer, and they want to <laughs> they want to come to the stadium and spend their 40 bucks on two tall boys and yep. yell Altuve's <laughs> name in, in yeah. Section 202. Right. Yeah. No. Can you imagine if if the Yankees do play well here? I, you know, I'm not saying they're going to sweep everyone or win ten in a row, but say the Yankees play well and are a game, two games back in the wild card, or, you know, and Judge comes back for that first game again against Houston, that is going to be. I mean, that is going to be a lot of fun. I'm, the, I'll the, be there. <laughs> I have, being, to, I have the, to go to those games. Yeah. And the, the 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 giveaways are dope. They have um, a Bucky Dent bobblehead. Okay. They have a Aaron Judge basketball jersey. He's got right, a yeah. Aaron, Aaron Judge basketball jersey night. I know. And then um, I'm trying to secure a Harry Potter wife or a Harry Potter wife, a Harry, Harry Potter, Potter hat for my wife. I I'm not into Harry Potter. Never read the books. Can't sit through the movies. But uh, I'm trying to go and, and get one of those hats for my wife. So that series is going to be turned up. We need Judge yeah. back. We need these guys to keep the momentum going. A lot of times you just need to see it. You just need to see the ball go out, DJ, yeah. Rizzo. You just need to see the ball. Stanton sees the ball go out all the time. But you need to see the ball go through the infield and realize, hey, I can get on base with a slap yeah. single. I can get on base and maybe hustle double. Um, I, I think it's coming together right now. Domingo was able to win a game last year in the Subway Series. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need a big performance out of him tonight yep. against Verlander and then Rodon. I don't care about him blowing a kiss. Yeah, like, me I don't care. Like He did it on the road, and I said last night, you didn't even see the fans. or like You don't know. He could have been doing that at anybody. It might not have been in a Yankee jersey. It could have been anybody just heckling him and saying yeah. the wrong thing. The guy was pissed off that he sucks, but like I think he's going to get that out of his system. He knows how big this stage is. And he's going to respond. Another guy I expect to respond because he's been clutch on the big stage, Harrison Bader. Both nights, yeah. I'm going to bet for him to homer because he's due for one, and he seems to turn it on 
when the lights are brightest and, and he's got to, you know, tap into that clutch gene. Like, let's yeah. go. It's the Subway series. Um, I know the, the, the hype and the, you know, energy around it will kick in once yeah. six o'clock comes. And when you see how many New Yorkers are in the ballpark, I'm going tonight. I know um, the new Tiki and Evan or Evan and Tiki group is going, going tomorrow. tomorrow. And uh, if the Yankees are able to take two, they take the season series and that's more good vibes good energy going into Camden Yards and then coming back to face the two best teams. Um, well, not two best teams, the two top teams in the wild card. Yeah. And and tonight, for me, a big uh, factor in the game, I agree with everything you just said. The, the factor in the game to me is you cannot let you cannot let Verlander get too deep into this game because the, the Mets bullpen is terrible. You, right. have, you have to get to this Mets bullpen. I know Verlander has, you know, owned us for the most part. There's been a handful of games, obviously. No one's perfect, but I guess he uh, has... Hicks, Hicks getting that homer off yeah, of him in game yeah. five of the ALCS in 2019, but so yeah. what? Didn't matter. Yeah, no. But game so six. you got... Even if you don't beat him necessarily, you have to make him work. Tonight has to be a game. I do not want to see you know, 38 pitches through through inning, three innings for for. Verlander I don't want to see him hopping like, off the mound. I don't want to yeah. see him getting in his groove yeah. where, no, where he's cocky to. and he's in control and guys are yeah. taking stupid swings. You've seen it. I've seen it. I heard you last yeah. night say you've seen it in a Tigers uniform. You've seen it in an Astros uniform. And we just saw it in a Mets uniform last yeah. month. Let's not see it again. They got to no. get to him. They got to get to him. And at least, at the very least, make him work. Get him out in the fifth or sixth inning. Like because this that's where you want to beat the Mets. You want to beat them in their bullpen. Their bullpen, besides Robertson, has not been good. It's been pretty bad. Everyone, you know, so you have to get into this bullpen. You have to treat this like a 1998 game against the Tampa Bay Rays. Get to this bullpen. Figure out a way to get him out of the game. Keep it close from on pitch. Uh, and again, listen, I'm not saying don't go out there and beat up Verlander. I hope they do that. But at the very least, make them work because what they've done against starting pitching has been atrocious besides, you know, even, even Kansas City for the most part was uh, besides Lyles. It wasn't they didn't blow the game open. Like they need to do a better job against starting pitching and it needs to start tonight because he cannot get into – because once he gets into a groove, forget about it. You know how he is. You know, uh -huh. If you're going to get to him, you got to get to him early. And even if they don't get to him early – you got to make him throw pitches. I they, they need to get him out of the game. If Verlander is pitching in the seventh inning, it's that's a that's that's how the Mets are going to beat the Yankees tonight. Yeah, it'll get be a low scoring of, game. Get him out of the game. Th they got to get to five runs. Five is the yeah. new magic number, not that's three. It. Uh, and I, I know, well, I know he's going to be let's ready to go. The, yeah, because he like you know you were going through the names like I was going through the names: Silseth and Gomber and Anderson. Yeah. These guys are back of the rotation guys. These guys are triple A guys yeah. that they've they've called up to make starts, and yeah. the Yankees make them look like aces. What yep. is the reigning AL Cy Young winner going to do against the Yankees like he's done so many times? He's going to turn yep. it on, and Kate yep. Upton's going to be in Legends. I hope I run into her <laughs> tonight. And, oh, uh, Legends tonight, huh? Yeah, I'm I'm oh. rolling with the uh, Casamigos guys tonight. They've oh, shown nice. me love, and nice. uh, I'll, I'll be there right by the Yankees dugout. Um, I don't know. If I'm going tomorrow, but I might end up there tomorrow just because, like, if the Yankees win tonight, which I expect yeah. them to win tonight, tomorrow is for the sweep and for the season series, and they're going live from Hard Rock. I'm like, I might need to just pull up for that. Uh, WFAN, I know, is not going to have any tickets available because all these Mets fans will probably claim them. I, yeah. should, I should check on that. But whatever. Um, that's all we've got, man.
it's a better vibe this so, week. You, you get three games. It doesn't matter who you get three games. Like absolutely. Chris said, uh, LSU probably could take a game from the Yankees the way they play. Yeah. And uh, they, they come home. They sleep in their own beds. They have the off day. And uh, they go to Drake concerts. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I thought did, that was did, great. Did they? Did he walk into the building with them? It's like they, they were like walking through Madison Square Garden yeah. like concourse. <laughs> I'm like, where the hell did they have – like, literally, they had John Carlos Stan and Aaron yeah. Judge as his bodyguards. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Judge Judge wore the Knicks shirt. That hurt me because yeah. I, I thought he was a Nets fan. I've seen him wear the Nets jersey. I've seen him in Barclays. Yeah. But he knows. He's the king of New York. He's in the garden. He's, He's in the gonna, garden. Yeah, He's going to wear a, a Knicks shirt with R.J. Barrett on it. And I'm like, ah, oh, he knows. He's just playing into it. But, yeah, it was, it was good to see that. I saw people making the joke, like, imagine Pete Alonzo and Jeff McNeil walking Aaron Judge. <laughs> Never, never. <laughs> that would be funny, imagine. Never. All right. That's all, all we right, got, let's go. Man. Let's take two. Let's yes. take two. Yes, sir. Two games against the Mets Subway Series. You take those two games. We'll try and come back with a pod maybe Thursday or Friday uh, mm-hmm. before the Orioles Series. Tell a friend to tell a friend. We're talking about the team that plays in the Bronx, BXB, Bronx Baseball Podcast, K-Mac and C-Mac. We're out of here. See you.